Okay, so it's the 28th of May, day 712 of lockdown. Oh, and there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment in the world. Uh, a lot of stuff I'm not qualified to talk about. Uh, so, all I can really say to that is uh, listen to experts and listen to marginalised voices, please. That's what I'm trying to do while I'm not distracting myself. Um, because if there's one thing I am an expert in, it's in distracting myself, and that's what I do. That's what all these are. Uh, these are unfiltered, uncensored, unedited thoughts from my brain, mainly to sort of filter how my brain works, because it's a complicated place, um, as I've discussed. But I'm usually pretty good at distracting myself. Uh, one thing I've been doing this week, uh, especially, is... I have been, uh, I've been on YouTube, um, you know YouTube, uh, I've recommended it multiple times by now, uh, if you've not been listening to all of these from the beginning, uh, then you won't know this, but YouTube is it's really good, that's what I've been saying, and I've been recommending people to, to watch it all, uh, some people I'm sure have completed watching all of YouTube, in which case well done, but remember you can re-watch it, that's what I've been doing, I've been uh, re-watching specifically one uh, YouTube series, uh, which is a series made for uh, Cracked, the American humour website Cracked, uh, originally started as a magazine, they gave a website which had a video um, branch, I guess is the term, uh, department uh, section, a video group. I'm sure there's a correct word for that, and I'm sure I've known what it is. Department's probably the most right, the most correct word. Um, it still exists as a website. I don't know if it still exists as a magazine, and I'll get to the video section in a second. But there's um, a series of videos on that. If I saw there's a couple of video series. There's one called After Hours, which is great. Uh, and the one that I've been re-watching at the moment. It's called uh, Obsessive Pop Culture Disorder. Which is written by, mainly written by one guy, and always presented by this guy. Uh, Daniel O'Brien and what he does is he talks on a subject about movies or TV or pop culture in general like there's one episode on Guess Who and points out something really stupid about it and talks about that uh, I was reminded of it because of a friend uh, made a reference to the fact that Phoebe Cates' character in Gremlins uh, her dad um, <laughs> she, she reveals partway through the film the reason she hates Christmas is because her dad uh, dressed up as Santa one year uh, and, and was up on the roof but slipped and fell in the chimney and died and they weren't sure what was blocking the chimney so they broke down the chimney on Christmas morning and found her dad dressed as Santa and she finishes that story and that's why I don't believe in Santa anymore or well, that's the day I learned that Santa wasn't real sorry that's it uh, and I remembered that, that Daniel talked about that in an episode of uh, <laughs> Obsessive Pop Culture Disorder. Um, and it's like, it's just little things like that. Like, it's a lot of that kind of silly, not hateful, uh, but silly um, looks at, like, pop culture stuff. Like, just considering, like, and there's an episode where he talks about Toy Story. And he's just like, How, what, why do all the toys pretend to be inanimate? Like... How did that happen? Where, where did this all start? And like just like asking questions about stuff, uh, and 
and, and to the absurd, like the absurdity of it, uh, lovingly, like of films that like he genuinely loves, and that's the thing that uh, a lot of um, you'll find a lot on YouTube. Um, just people like sort of lovingly poking at these big sort of geek properties, as it was, you know, like. Uh, I mean, I I'm a huge fan of that. One of, like, one one of my my job is to re- repeatedly poke fun at Harry Potter for not making sense. You know, I can still appreciate. Um, like I can still do that without like telling the fans of Harry Potter that they are terrible people. You know, <laughs> uh, but just just by asking asking questions about like stuff in the world that you know you don't need to worry about when you're making a story. But when you overanalyze it for comedic effect, yeah. So I've been really enjoying rewatching these. They're uh, they're just very silly. Uh, they're delivered in a very fun, like w- way, like very sort of self-aware. Uh, like oh, this this is I've been thinking about this way too much. Here's the thing. Um, the cracked video department was shut down in twenty seventeen. Uh, due to a lack of funding, uh, well, not quite. The company, the 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 magazine and website cracked were bought over by a big com- a bigger company, and all of the video production uh, staff were sacked. Uh, they've all gone on to do well, not all, a lot of them have gone on to do other stuff. Uh, like Daniel O'Brien now writes for um, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Uh, Soren Boy, who is there, uh, now writes for American Dad, I believe. Uh, Michael Swaim uh, has his own thing called uh, uh, Small Beans. Um, Maggie Me Fish, who I've talked about before on this, does uh, video essays, uh, like about films mainly, because that's what her degree is in. And I just kind of love that there's a sort of Like a sort of section of the internet that's devoted to just lovingly poking fun at things. Uh, similarly to crack, what happened with Crack, actually, was a, there's another college, another American humor website uh, called College Humor. Uh, again, I think it started as a website and then became the video thing, but it's much more known for its videos than anything else. Because uh, some people have been successful from that. Use it as a jumping off point. Um, I really like, uh, like I really like cultural stuff. The sketches are silly sketches stuff, but what I really like is they have a couple of series, 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 series. They have a couple of shows. Um, on a, they got their own sort of um streaming thing called Dropout, which is cheap enough that I bought that I subscribed to it. Um, and it's very silly. It's got two two main things that I watch on it. Although I watch a lot of their other stuff. There's a show called Game Changer, which is just fun because it's a, it's a game show where the, uh, the the show changes every episode, which I love. Like so, the, the players don't know what they're playing. That's just a fun idea. Uh, there's also there's but there's two main things I like about it. One of which is uh, there's a game show that they play. They can find a bunch of episodes of on YouTube or half or majority of episodes on YouTube uh, called Um Actually, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's an excuse for people to be pedantic as 
they like about TV shows and films and comic books and video games and you know kiki stuff. <laughs> so essentially, what happened is the host Mike Trap will read out a statement uh, of which one of which something is untrue, and people will buzz in like by saying, "Um, actually, this isn't true," and it's simultaneously celebrating and poking fun at the idea of being an obsessive fan of something. And I kind of love how they do that. <laughs> like, they get they really get the balance right. And I think again, it's similar to like After Hours and what uh, obsessive pop culture does sort of do, of like celebrating these things while also pointing out that this is really stupid, right? Like some of the questions, it's <laughs> it gets to the point where they're like, the answer can't possibly be this. Like the thing that's wrong can't possibly be this thing that's here. They're like, no, no, that's. That's 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 wrong. Or the other thing is like, that can't be the answer. Like that must be the thing that's wrong. It's like no, no, they genuinely are called that. Uh, <laughs> and like, I can I think there's something. I don't know. Like the fact that I've been rewatching, OPCD. And uh, and thinking about like these things and like, and even the, the way I've been doing these audio logs of just talking about TV shows and stuff that I like. And also sometimes pointing out some of the stuff that's silly. I think there's something comforting and knowing something well enough that you can go, hey, I really like this thing, but I am willing to admit that it is flawed. <laughs> or I'm willing, to, uh, or or even better, I really like this thing. Hey, I know this part of it's stupid, but I love it anyway. <laughs> it's something that I find great joy in. Uh, sadly, uh, very much similar to the Cracked video team, uh, Humor towards the end of last year, uh, was bought over by a big company, and uh, all of the nearly all of the nearly all of the video production team were let go. See, this is the thing about working in the arts. Um, there's no money in it for anybody. Uh, we in America and the UK. There are currently two governments, and have been ongoing governments really, for like the past twenty years, uh, that have decided that the arts aren't worth investing in. Like you know, we've been at a time of recession, so there's no point in investing in the arts. And I think that's quite funny. There's a lot of stuff going on, going around at the beginning of the um, like in the first couple of weeks of the pandemic, saying, "Hey, so for all those people saying that the arts shouldn't be funded or anything, think about that when you're listening to." Uh, your eighteenth podcast of the day, or watching your ninth, uh, <laughs> your ninth Netflix show, or reading your second book, or playing your third computer game of of the lockdown. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of I'm I'm obviously a huge obviously I'm an artist and performer. I'm a huge proponent of paying artists and performers, and I think it says a lot that uh, these two things that I. I've got a lot of joy out of when big companies got involved, like, or just shut down. One of the things that they weren't able to shut down, weirdly, or chose not to shut down with Call of Humor, was, uh, like I say, they didn't fire everybody. They kept on two people, essentially. Uh, there's a guy called Sam, who's the, who owns the whole, the whole company now. He bought it, essentially. Or he bought, sort of, like, the rights to it. It's very complicated. I don't understand it. And also, Brandon Lee Mulligan. Brendan Lee Mulligan, they kept on because the most successful show on this dropout uh, streaming service 
as a, a, a Dungeons and Dragons show called uh, Dimension 20. And I love Dimension 20 so much. I'm currently wearing a Dimension 20 t-shirt. <laughs> uh, it says Go Owl Bales, Hoot Growl. Um, and it's essentially, it's the first series of it. Uh, and I think the, f- the first series of it is all on YouTube as well. If you've never watched, like, some people play Dungeons and Dragons, I think this is a great way of getting into it. Because it's, it's a season, they've got a couple of seasons. Uh, this, the first one is called uh, Fantasy High. And it's essentially, what if Dungeons and Dragons was directed by uh, John Hughes? <laughs> so, you know, the guy who did a breakfast club, uh, 16 Candles, etc. So it's like, a bunch of teenagers uh, in the breakfast club style uh, who go to uh, an adventuring academy in this magical land which uh, but like it's still a city it's like it's like Sherman Illinois uh, but uh, magic but there's magic and there's goblins and there's orcs and there's uh, and the stories they tell, it's very silly, like a lot of the, a lot of people they have on are like uh, improvisers and other comedians and comic comedy writers, you know, because it's from the people from College Humor, so like humor writers and actors. But the stories they tell actually get to be genuinely emotional, uh, while being really funny, and then like they've got really good models, and really good animations, and really good, not animations, uh, really good art. And it's just a really well done game of Dungeons and Dragons, and I highly recommend it. Um, they've done other series, 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 other campaigns. Uh, one called Unsleeping City, which is set in New York. I've not watched that one. They're currently doing one called A Crown of Candy, which is like if Game of Thrones was set in Candyland, the board game, uh, which is a delightful idea. Again, I've not got around to it. They got one called Escape from the Blood Keep, which is essentially <laughs> they play, a, a bunch of people, a different different cast for this one, play uh, like evil characters. Essentially, they play evil characters in what is basically Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but at the end of it, so it like starts with a character has like the the Dark Lord is banished, and they all have to struggle to figure out what to do. And it's very silly, but again, has some genuinely touching moments. And I don't know, it's just a, as a show, it's really, I think it's a really fun way of getting into Dungeons and Dragons without people being like, but I don't understand what it is to be an orc or what it is to be this entire fantasy world. Because, like, Brendan doesn't really care about that, he cares more about the characters that you actually see. Uh, there is lots of fun backstory stuff, but it's much more about the characters you see and how they interact with each other. And that's something that I like. I think Fantasy High is so incredible at, like, so good, and it's got like, it, it makes me happy because they 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 made it gay. They're not cowards. They made it gay. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a character who's like a deeply religious character, uh, <laughs> uh, who discovers that they are gay during it. Uh, <laughs> there's another character who's a side character who also realizes that he's gay, which led to my other Dimension Twenty T-shirt. Which is a quote from this character. There's just, hey, check it out, I'm gay. <laughs> which makes me laugh every single time. Especially, hey, check it out, I'm gay. Twitch response says, good for you, man. <laughs> it's just a very funny show. It makes me happy. 
And again, it pokes fun at how it pokes fun at the, sh- the stupid stuff in Dungeons and Dragons. It, it, it is an homage to those like teen co- like comedies and dramas of the eighties. So it pokes fun at stuff from that as well. And I think that's the kind of mood I think I'm in at the moment, as the world as the way the world goes. Like things might be going to shit out there, but at least the things I like, I can take comfort in the things I like and in poking fun at them, and knowing that they'll still be there even if I did that, you know. And I get that that is a huge privilege that I have, uh, but it's something that I take a lot of pleasure in. Anyway, stay well, stay safe, uh, stay at home, and if you are a massive company looking to buy a comedy, uh, a comedy channel, just, just invest in them. You know, I, I just invest in the arts, please. That's all I ask of you. Okay. Um, My name is Mario. Thank you very much and goodbye.